Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to season four, episode eleven, the take two. It is the best got B with a husky voice, Nathan Judah, and also a pod extraordinaire, Mister Joe Edwards. Joe, how's it going, Bebe? I'm feeling more positive, and I think um, I think Sadler's fans on the whole are. Um, been a, an eventful two weeks since we last recorded. Eventful. Um, I don't think we're going to have a lot of, to talk about here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning the script. I'm writing it uh, a couple of hours before we go on air, and I'm, you know, I'm stuck. I've got, I've got writer's cramp. I think this could be a ten or fifteen minute podcast. Nothing's going on. No games. Nothing going on off the pitch. Nothing going on, on the pitch. So this is going to be a fairly bland podcast, mate. Yeah, very little to speak of. We might get it, I don't know, wrapped up in half an hour, maybe. You know, um, just got it, get, getting, get out. I mean, what? <laughs> what? what? I mean, I was, I was away when it all happened, unfortunately, or yeah. I guess fortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, incredible, mate, incredible. So, but, but I mean, you generally, how are you before we get into the the nitty gritty? I'm a bit tired. <laughs> a bit tired. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, it's been a manic been a manic couple of weeks um especially coming off the back of the kind of the january window as well which is always a busy time for us even when mm. there's not much even if there's not much transfer activity happening you're always kind of on your toes and chasing potential leads so chasing you, agents chasing yeah. stories yeah chasing, so you know, might con- yeah you are working round the clock and then of mm. course through january then the the defeats keep piling up and then we come into February and then obviously Taylor's under a lot of pressure and then ends up, of course, losing his job. And then this week, obviously, uh, who, who the manager's going to be. And, and now they've got their man in, in Michael Flynn. So you you do hope now that things can quieten down a little bit. Things will be a little bit more straightforward. And the worst of it, uh, in terms of business and in terms of Walsall being in the mire, is, uh, is behind us. But yeah, it's been a... It's been a bit of crazy few weeks, to to say the least, really. I mean, I guess credit to Walsall in the end, because to turn what was a dire, dire, dire situation less than a week ago now, or a week ago now, yep. into something, I guess, seven days later, fairly positive or very positive going forward in, in, in the swiftness of the appointment, in, in the man that they've got in, hopefully... We're yep. going to be speaking to him uh, tomorrow, Joe, in the press conference. That's um, that's Thursday, Thursday afternoon. It's it's a, a huge turnaround because, um, and we obviously discussed in the last podcast, Joe, the massive pressure. And, and look, Matt Taylor knew a massive pressure when they when they go to that Scunthorpe game on the back of that defeat against Northampton. It, you knew it was make or break for him. And, and and watching the interview, you know, he knew he was gone. And and yeah. I think, Joe, you alluded to it really in what you were saying, you, you know, post-match. He, that was that was the, the the last chance saloon and, and they were um, they were shocking. And, and look, I don't think anyone will have any complaints. It was a brave appointment. It was a gutsy appointment. It could have been great. It was a disaster. Let's be honest. It was a disaster. And I'm not sure Matt Taylor will, after this, I'm not sure where the management will be for him. He might pop up somewhere else, but he obviously didn't enjoy his time there, as you don't. When you lose games, you don't enjoy time. And it might be one for, for Jamie Fullerton to look back on saying, and you might ask a question tomorrow, Joe, whether you know, it was a obviously a poor appointment from, from him um, and... And they're going to have to put it right. And this is crucial, a crucial, crucial new manager, not just for, for Warsaw Football Club, but for also, I guess, members of the hierarchy too. Yeah, I mean, I think probably an easy way to sum it up succinctly would be, if you would have asked me last week after, after Scunthorpe, are Warsaw going to get relegated? I'd have said probably yes. Really? Really? in one direction, yeah. That was how I felt Paul Scunthorpe. Mm. It, uh, it would, they'd hit the lowest of the low. Scunthorpe, honestly, they looked like a Sunday League team. Wow. <laughs> they did. And the, and the fact they couldn't beat them and they lost to them, 10-man Scunthorpe as well for most of the second half was was abysmal. Uh, I'd, I'd, honestly, and I know money's tight, I'd have given every person who travelled there a full refund. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair... Or at least they travel back. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was, 
they were less there than than I've been at previous away games, but you couldn't blame them at all. I'm, even though I think it was about 100, 150 who turned up, and yeah, they should have been compensated in some form because it was it was absolutely shocking. But um, now you ask me, who also going to stay up, and I'm pretty confident that they will, and I'm pretty confident yeah. that they'll pull away and. While again, we've said it before that mid-table mediocrity shouldn't be the aim. It's kind of the situation that they're in, and I do feel a lot more confident. You've only got to look at uh, Flynn's credentials. Really, it ticks a lot of boxes. Um, of course, on paper and in practice, are two different things. But you look at what he did with Newport. He inherited a, you know, Warsaw. We're talking about being in a dire situation. He inherited a, a pretty. A pretty dire situation at Newport, an even worse situation in terms of the table. They were 11 points adrift um, at the bottom of the league too when he initially took over there on a caretaker basis. And he he, he got them out of trouble. He, he kept them up from being 11 points uh, from safety. Um, of course, that saw him then land the uh, permanent manager's gig at Newport. I oversaw some stellar FA Cup wins. Uh, they beat Middlesbrough, your lot. <laughs> oh, easy. Um, uh, they beat they beat Leeds, they beat Leicester, um, they landed plum toys against both Man City and Tottenham, and blimey could Walsall do with a cup run in terms of both feel good and you know the revenue that it brings as well. So if you can have recreate that, that's brilliant. And then most importantly, he's not only just got Newport in a stable footing and hopefully can do the same with Walsall. He got New Newport to two playoff finals, the most recent. Most recent of those being last season. Yes, they didn't get over that final hurdle, but this isn't just a guy who is here to steady the ship or just kind of, you know, a bit of a firefighter or, or kind of, you know, get them in a steady footing ready for the next man. This is this is a guy who will be ambitious and will want to not only keep Walsall in League Two, but get them out of League Two. That 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 will be his aim. And it will be the aim of obviously those who have appointed him as well. So um of course, Warsaw have had a lot of criticism levelled at them as of late. You know, I haven't pulled any punches in in, in my in my reporting, and you know, you can't you, you couldn't have sugarcoated the situation that Warsaw have found themselves in. That you know, being you know where they are in this league is is a is a sorry state of affairs because it's not a good league. It's it isn't. I I can say that with 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 confidence. It's not a, a great league, um, but. You're looking at this appointment. It's very hard to see any holes in it on the face of it. it Flynn looked like the strongest candidate on paper from from every from everybody kind of who was mentioned to to be in the running, and he was the fans' choice. You know, he, he, an overwhelming majority of fans wanted Flynn, felt he was the man. A lot, a fair few have even said they're they're kind of surprised that he has taken the Walsall job. That he mm. they felt he could have now perhaps tried his hand in League One or at least higher up in League Two. So he's obviously been convinced as as to the project at Walsall. You know they've, 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 they'll have had to entice him, and he must feel that there are the tools there to be successful. So yeah, obviously the proof will be in the pudding, and um, you know maybe similar things could have been said at the time when. Darrell Clark was appointed, for example. You know, on paper he had a very good track record in League Two, and of course that didn't really turn out to be uh, the success that Walsall would have wanted. But um, you're looking at it on the face of it; it looks a very good appointment. And you know, while Walsall have had criticism levelled at them, I think they deserve credit for, um, for for getting this appointment done, getting getting their man in, and getting him in swiftly as well. And um, Hopefully, the, the worst is behind Walsall now and we can start looking up again. Yeah, it's a really positive appointment. And uh, like I said, we're, we're looking forward to, to see what he's got to say. Yeah. It's um, it's interesting because we were talking off uh, just before we came on, Joe, about, about him leaving in October at Newport. And it's kind of a strange time to leave a club, I guess. You know, I know they had the best of starts and, and maybe those two player final defeats and, and, and whether he... Maybe he wanted a, a new, another challenge, and and maybe it was, there was a frustration there that he couldn't get them up. But to leave a job like that, I guess um, 
you know, as his own decision and not have something lined up. It's kind of unusual in October. You don't see too many managers coming out of a of a league job and, and not having something else lined up at that stage. So it's interesting that, one, um, he hasn't been picked up before that, and, and two, um, that, that Walsall have got him in, you know, at, at this stage of the season. For for what, you know, obviously he's gone through the interview process and, and, and done very, very well and, is, and, and has been appointed. What does he need to achieve this season? I mean, the obvious thing is, Warsaw not to go down, but is there even is there any more that he will want to do? Will he want to develop this squad? Will he want to identify the targets that he needs? Will he will he look to? I mean, you look at the win under well under I guess now now gone care, caretaker boss Neil McDonald. That was a yeah. huge win and a ridiculous win. You go to Tramir yeah. Tramir at home against bloody second place and yeah. they win one nil. What's going on? Yeah, but, that's Warsaw. But, it is Warsaw for you, but that makes that 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 makes a massive difference. I think ironically in this in the team by just just. Just getting that three points and visually in that League Two position and in that two League Two table, you know, okay, they've got a daunting game against Forest Green on Saturday, but that win, I think, makes makes a big, big difference in, into the picture that you look at this moment in time. So, is it just okay, just keep us up next year, or will he say? And I'm sure Flynn's got a lot of, um, you know, elevated ideas of where he can take this team, and I'm sure eventually promotion or challenging next season would be. Would be the main the main one, but at the same time, do, does he need to do more than just keep Warsaw up, or, or is that is that the the aim and nothing else? I think. Well, just quickly on Neil McDonald, nice parting gift. Mm, well, <laughs> um, incredible. You know, I don't think he ever got off, off the chair, to be honest, while he was there you know, on the back, <laughs> that back bench. He just stood there, but stood there. But look, I mean, what a huge win, and, and left the club now. But wow, Joe, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, and fair play to him. They just went back to basics against Tranmere. They went four four two, win your jobs, win your battles, and and Walsall did that. And I think it kind of fed into the idea that that I've said a few times that it's not a great league. Tranmere didn't look like a second place team. Um, you know, they they looked tit for tat. Them and Walsall, and Walsall obviously got the penalty and won the game. And I don't think he could have begrudged them that. Really, it was probably a draw on the balance of play, but. You know, Walsall got their chance and stuck it away and weren't really troubled by Tranmere. But um, in terms of Flynn, I, I think... Do you expect McDonald to leave, by the way? Sorry, before before you go... Yeah, on. yeah, I think so. That was yeah. always going to be... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't come, as a, doesn't come as a huge surprise, to be honest. Mm. Um, no, it's... Um, but, but but Matt, I'm Sadler sure, is, Matt Sadler is still there, though. Matt Sadler is still there. Yeah. I, I think we, the, there, is, there is a lack of an assistance at the minute. Um it was Wayne Hatswell that, that he had as his assistant at Newport, who is still at Newport. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, whether he looks okay. to try and prize Wayne away from Newport and, and get, him, get him at Walsall. How straightforward that will be, would be, I'm not sure, because he signed a new contract at Newport around November time until about 2024. Um, so let, let's see if he goes for him or for somebody else. But um, in terms of what he will want to do, Flynn... Yeah, of course, stay up. Get as get as high as possible in the table. Mm. Now, mid mid table away from trouble. And and what he will want to do is, it, it, obviously, he'll want to get in in a position of relative safety as soon as possible to then have one eye on next season and who who is worth keeping around, who is surplus to requirements. It'd be interesting to see what formation Flynn plays because Flynn did operate from what I can see without having delved into it massively. But in the reverse fixture when Walsall played them uh, earlier this season, um, they played a 3-5-2. They played that formation in the playoff final last year. I think there has been some kind of slight variations, maybe a 3-4-3 kind of at times. But... For the main, it seems, he played that formation at Newport. Whether he would want to do the same at Walsall, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, just because a manager has played a formation at one place doesn't categorically mean that he'll want to do it somewhere else. But, you know, you are looking at the squad at the minute. Matt Taylor tried that formation in in his last couple of weeks and it didn't really work. So, we'd have to see... Whether it could work with this group of players, I mean, going back to basics in the four four two was probably suited them better than 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 anything we've seen for a good while, yeah. um, you know, uh, last weekend. So, 
but uh, he will want to obviously see who fits into his his philosophy and and who who kind of cuts the mustard basically. Um, one interesting player that, of course, he has worked with is Josh Labadee, um, Walsall's club captain, who has had a rough time of it really at Walsall. He hasn't kind of hit the expectations that I think he will have set himself, that fans will have expected from him, and you know he currently finds himself suspended again. Um, his disciplinary record is, you know, is is his disciplinary record. There's no there's no gain away from it. He he picks up. We had a we had a look. Um, in the office earlier, and I think it was something like 138 bookings in 14 seasons as a player. Wow! Wow! Um, That's insane. He picks up 10. Yeah, he, he basically picks up 10 yellow cards a season, and he's got 10 yellows now. But Flynn did get a tune out of him at Newport. He was the captain at Newport. He was kind of, you could argue, the heartbeat of that team, really. Um, captain them, you know, to kind of the playoff final last season. Of course, they fell short against against Morecambe in the end. But um, you know, of course, Labadee signed a two year contract when when he was brought in by Walsall. So you'd imagine he'll be sticking around, and hopefully, you know, we can start to see more from him. Um, Flynn can get something out of him. But um, you know, Flynn, Flynn all now not just Labadee, obviously having works with him, but he, he'll have a good idea of the, the dressing room he's inheriting. He will have either come up against them or at least heard of them. He now he knows the he knows the level. So um, that will be, I think, obviously the main the the main uh, thing is making sure they they get the necessary points to give them give them a cushion, get away from trouble, kind of give themselves a bit of a stable footing, and then I think hopefully. We can be in a position in the final few weeks of the season where he really starts to kind of look at who cuts the mustard, who actually fits in with what's what he wants to do. Because I think next season he'll obviously not want to be um, just kind of making up the numbers in League Two. He'll want to be, you know, a, a very competitive team. And you know, as he was with Newport, so uh, hopefully, obviously, it's a, it's a bit of a Baptism of fire with with his first game against against uh, Forest Green and then they've got Swindon Town away so two away games it's a it's a tough start but hopefully in the coming weeks he can can pick up a decent amount of points and then in that, that final month two months if you like of the season he can have just a bit of a one eye on next season and what and, and what's in his plans uh, long term because after all he has signed a contract till twenty twenty four so it's mm. a long term vision from both him and the club. Well, as you say, a very popular choice amongst the fans and he will not have been short of suitors Joe so it's almost I mean and correct me if I'm wrong it would almost be a case of I guess Pomlet etc trying to sell him Wals- him Warsaw rather than the other way around I mean obviously he got to go through an interview process but goodness me like you say this guy is seems to be a fantastic appointment as to where Warsaw are as a club at this moment in time yeah. and very fortunate to get him so it's almost a role reversal in the way that I'm, I'm sure they will have had to really sell him on 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 what they're looking to do as a club, um, because because he is he's stacked. I assume there will have to have been, and I'm sure he will have to discuss about you know what there will be available to him in in terms of funds going into next season. Because if yeah. there's no guarantees there, I would have been very surprised that Flynn would have taken this role. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think that's only fair. I mean, I, I think he will have had to have been convinced over the project. It was interesting that in his in his reveal video, he was very actually complimentary of Jamie Fullerton, and obviously Fullerton has had some criticism level level that team as of late, and you know for his for his part in in the recruitment. You know, mm, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you look at. I said it in my piece. I think you know the, of the thirteen summer signings, you can really count on one hand the those who have been you know outright successes. Um, so, but he was complimentary of him, and you know obviously feels that he has the tools to succeed. I mean, don't really know what kind of budget he would have had at Newport. I don't know whether it would have been right towards the top already it would have just been fairly modest kind of middle of the middle of the pack kind of budget I'm not too sure as to the situation there but yeah this isn't a guy who, as I say who will just want to come in and steady the ship and just kind of give him a stable enough footing he will want to compete for promotion and ultimately get get a promotion on his CV having you know he'll he'll help from his perspective it's third time lucky 
You know, mm-hmm. he, he's gone so close twice, um, and 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 not not quite got over the line. He he will be absolutely determined to to get that promotion and and get it with Walsall as they will for him. I mean, Lee Pomley has said it on record lots of times that he's determined to get the club back into League One, and then he would be in a position where he'd be looking to to sell to kind of to the next guy to then push him forward from that point. So um, yeah, I mean. I said I said last week that this appointment you could easily argue was the most appoint, important appointment of Warsaw's 138 year history. You know the the prospect of dropping into the national league would be catastrophic both yeah. on and off the pitch. It would have enormous implications. You know when you when you're paying 500 thousand pound a year in in stadium rent. And you've taken out recently a £500,000 government loan to help see you through the pandemic. The idea of dropping into the National League does really set alarm bells ringing, not just mm-hmm. in terms of competing on the pitch financially, because I'm sure a lot of the current teams in the National League have better budgets to work with. You know, you see some of the money that's spent at that level now. But in terms of on, off the pitch, you, you, you'd imagine they would have to scale, big, scale back significantly. So um, I think they've realised... The gravity of the situation. They haven't made the, on paper at least, the same mistake that they made last year when, obviously, Darrell left and they kind of entrusted a young coach in Brian Dutton to oversee and they really kind of flirted with relegation. Then they've they've understood they've understood the gravitas and that they can't. I mean, McDonald's win might have kind of half could have had, you know, swayed him into the idea. Of, oh well. Actually, can we see it through to the season yeah, winning, to the end of yeah, the season? Could, could yeah, could we just see it through to the end and then properly take stock in the summer and see where the land lies and go from there? Mm. But fair, fair enough, they've, they've, they've gone and got the manager that they wanted. They've obviously convinced him that they're, they're the club for him. And hopefully now we're, we're looking up. Um, it, you know, Football's a crazy game and things can change in a short space of time. And hopefully... You know the worst is behind Walsall now because on paper it does look to be a, a bit of a coup, really. Do the fu- does the futures of uh, people like Jamie Fullerton, who, like you say, has come under some real criticism, leave Pomlet to a certain extent? I mean, he was the club, so you can't really say he's a future. But are they all tied in with with this appointment? Is this make or break for a lot of other individuals at this football club? Well, this this should work, shouldn't it? Mm. On the face of it, it should work. Because you know, let's a... be honest, when Matt Taylor got appointed, we're all kind of bubbly and optimistic, aren't we? We're all kind of like, yeah, yeah. you know, all came well, and, and I guess you know, new start, new beginning, new chairman, yeah, etc. But it's turned sour very, very quickly. Not not just on the pitch, Joe, but off it, and with the banner and the the kind of you know small demonstration, I guess, outside the banks is yeah. um, on Saturday. These are the scenes that we did not expect to see, did we? Only just no. a few months ago. No, and and that's it. It's uh, and and we've we've tailored. You know, I, I don't think, as I've said, I don't think it was all down to him. I think there were various factors at play, the, the, the recruitment. You know, I think he, there was a, probably a, a styles clash there, really, in mm. terms of being from youth football and wanting to play through the thirds and then kind of getting in kind of a, a largely experienced head kind of squad rather than kind of a younger core. It didn't quite marry up the more the more you look at it. But, um, you know, there was, all, there, was all, there was always an element of risk we we because it was his first managerial job and he was he was quite literally going to learn on the job. Um, do, you th- do you do you th- do you think we'll see him again as a manager? I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I'd imagine he'll find a job somewhere, maybe as a maybe as a first team coach or uh, or going back into youth football. I I think he's you know in terms of how he handles himself. I think he's 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 got the right character for it. Maybe Walsall wasn't the right fit, but I won't. I can't say with, you know, um, massive confidence that I think he'll he'll. It, it's kind of it seems a bit fifty fifty at this rate. But, but when you finish that game, Joe, you you did you think he he has to go now? He has to go. Yeah. Was that oh, was that? Oh, were no, you fully expecting that? that yeah, there was you've no, got to get rid of him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 he knew that. He you know he he he, he wasn't he wasn't you know kind of ignorant to that he, he, he knew the situation uh, Walsall were in uh, seven straight defeats and 
the the last coming to the bottom of the table, Scunthorpe, who couldn't buy a win, and we're down to ten men for the for the rest of the second half. And mm. it's as for, bad as for, it gets. It was honestly. I, I know it sounds like uh, hyperbole, but they did look like a Sunday league team for the first half an hour. It, 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 it was they were shambolic, mm. and the fact that Walsall couldn't beat them was you know you'd have, you'd have to laugh because. You, you could easily cry. It was. It was. <laughs> it, sure, it, yeah. it, I think you have a couple of times this season. In yeah, the yeah. It was. It was. You, you kind of had to laugh because you you would have cried else because it it was it was just awful. So mm. now the writing was on the wall. Um, but we fling. Uh, you're looking at it. It looks. It ticks. It ticks the boxes. So, you know, if this wasn't to go right, you'd have to. You have to really, you know. Look at yourselves and why? Because you know this is a guy who, yes, he's still relatively young. Let, let's not forget he's only a year older than than Taylor. Actually, um, he's forty-one as where well, Taylor's forty, and just less moisturiser and, 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 <laughs> and then sunbeds. <laughs> um, but you know he's still a relatively young manager, but he has got that track record in league two, mm. and, and you can't really beat experience. So this is an appointment that should turn out to be a success it should turn out to be a success and you say I'm obviously a Bradford City lad and uh, and I guess and credit to them that they that, they've, that they didn't um and ah and, and say okay well let's go yeah. through a longer interview process because Bradford lost their manager and and, and you were saying Joe a lot, of, a lot of reporters and people were hoping that he'd gone to Bradford yeah yeah I mean it, when that happened on Tuesday morning I'd, I'd, I'd run, a, run a piece Tuesday morning to say he was among, among the leading contenders um, and then you know the news kind of dropped at Bradford, and it was you know if you're thinking oh well that's kind of put the mockers on it then um, he, he's going to he's going to go to Bradford because he's he's played for Bradford um, you know and it was kind of linked linked to that post kind of thing. But for all intents and purposes, Walsall had got him by that point. You know they they, they announced it on Tuesday afternoon at mm-hmm. three o'clock. Um, we put out at, at around half one two ish to, to say that. You know he was he was set to be appointed, so you know it was it, it was done, and um, they, they got they they got him in swiftly, and you know reduce remove that element of risk, you know. So um, lock that contract in that safe. No, 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 don't get in there. You don't know the combination. <laughs> okay, you signed. Now you're with us. So that no, I think yeah, the the they realised the the severity of the situation. Yeah. They got their man and they got him in quick. So, yeah, it's 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 certainly far from job done. But on the face of it, you know, the 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 the, the swiftness and and how they've acted, it does deserve credit. They've, you know, the, the, it does seem to be a good appointment. Talk about the squad and, and and the players that are currently contracted to the club. Are, you know, short and longer in inverted commas term. <laughs> yeah, um, not many of them. Um, who do you think, and you talked about Josh Labadee, I guess, and, and maybe getting a tune out of him. Who do you think, uh, straight away, that you think players that might benefit from Flynn coming in? Um, and, you know, from what he's done at Newport, from the style that he plays, the formation, uh, you know, does he invest in youth? Is he more of an experienced guy? Who do you think uh, could really see an uptick in fortune at Warsaw going forward, and 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 the the kind of style that they might play. I think um, you look at Sam Perry, who came into the side for for the for the Tranmere game and did really well actually. Now somebody like him, um, a, a ball playing central midfielder, mm. um, especially if he was to play a three five two, that's another, you know, that's kind of another midfield position. I guess if you if you want that's up, up for grabs, I'm not quite sure whether it was kind of a three-four-one-two or a kind of a flat midfield three or whatever. But you know, I think he'll be kind of relishing a chance to 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 impress a new manager. Um, same goes for for Alfie Bates, who we've barely seen this season. I think he'll appreciate the the chance to kind of impress a, fre- a fresh set of eyes. And you know, and do you feel give a youth a chance? Even 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 where they are this season, yeah, I think, think I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think you know, it's it's a it's a weird situation. But the the bits we've seen of Warsaw's young lads, I know I had said be, previously with Perry, it flat to to, to deceive mm. a little bit. But 
came in on Saturday and and, and looked good, especially alongside Kinsella. I think that mm. that is that that was key, really. So sure. you, you, yeah. you know, you you could hardly ask for a better midfield partner than that, especially as a ball playing midfielder. You know that Kinsella's going to do the running for you. Yeah. Um, but you know, Perry Perry's obviously got something about him. Um, Bates, while we've barely seen him, was obviously the talk of the town eighteen months ago. Um, Tom Leake for me has done solid whenever he's been mm-hmm. in been mm-hmm. in the team. Like yeah. no frills, but he's he's a solid young lad who obviously keen to learn, and you know he's he, he he does seem to be you know doing his bit. So I think young players like that will will obviously be excited by it. I mean, it's hard to say you know too much about the likes of Carl Rushworth or because I, I think ultimately Carl won't be here next year. Um, you know, Reese Devine on land for Manchester United. He probably won't be here ne- ne- next year. You know, but I think maybe a, a wing back system would benefit him. Perhaps you know somebody who will look to get forward. Um, and another one that you probably look at is is perhaps George Miller. Um, you know, if if he's playing in a three five two with a strike partner every week, I think he'll appreciate that having to. Having played as a as a central striker on his own for a large part of the season, I think he he will have appreciated having Wilkinson alongside him last weekend, and you know I think he would like a strike partner just to kind of take the weight off him a little bit. Of course, the goals have dried up a little bit for George, so he'll he'll look to get into double figures towards the end of the season. So yeah, I think um, it's kind of a clean slate for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether you look at just a, a few of the quirks of the, of the Newport team. Again, without knowing the situation off by heart, but he played a guy called Matty Dowland at the back at Newport, who kind of a converted midfielder, really. Played him as like a sweeper in a back three. As somebody who was very comfortable at bringing the ball out from the back and then okay. starting off starting off attacks that way. Um, I think Mickey Demetrio, who played at the back at Newport as well, has kind of flitted in midfield in his career as well. So, you know, those are kind of ball-playing defenders. You look at Walsall's current setup of defenders and whether they would quite tap into that. I'm unsure. As as effective as Manny Month, you know, as we saw against Tranmere, he just kind of swatted challenges away. Yeah, he's not exactly that ball playing defender. No, um, <laughs> no. not not neither is Rolly Many Years. Really, Donovan Daniels can be to an extent. I think. Um, he, he does probably seem the most comfortable on the ball out the three, um, but you know, it, I think these are the kind of nooks and crannies, if you like, that he'll find out over the next few months. Now, what kind of players fit into what he wants to do? Who doesn't quite fit the brief? But um, yeah, I, I, it, it, it's just it, it, rather than kind of being downhearted about anything, it's just nice to have a little bit of excitement and just hopefully. Yeah, they're still going to get the results to get them out of the mire, but you know you do feel a lot more confident about it now. What do you make of the fixtures coming up? I mean, I know we've discussed it, and obviously Forest Green is the worst of starts, but yeah. you know, I mean, you know, uh, early manager, new manager bounce, etc. You know, has he got enough time to to work with these players before that? When when would his first training session be, or has it happened today? I think they tend to have Wednesdays off. Um, but that might not be the case this week. They might make mm. an exception, to be honest. Um, they've not had a Tuesday game either, so I don't think there'd be any major reason reason to have the Wednesday off. I think Flynn having a bit having been appointed officially on on, on Tuesday and unveiled will want to get in on Wednesday and have, have have as much time on the pitch as he can with 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 his new with his new players. So I'd imagine he'll have. He'll have took them for training today of course he's having his first press conference tomorrow but they'll of course train around that as well Um, whether he's got quite enough time you're unsure and maybe you know we we won't really see the the full uh, Flynn effect you know at at Forest Green or maybe we will but you know we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see but it's it's um, I think I think it's a it, it's a very very solid appointment. Um, again, I, I think he was the best candidate um, that, that that seemed available. Of course, Dean Holden was mentioned, um, but he you know he's he's got a very good assistant role at, at Salk, um, you know, and uh, and uh, said on record that he turned out a role with a Welsh FA as well. So he mm-hmm. you know he's you know he's on a good gig himself. And in terms of 
you know, people who were, were not in work, Flynn would buy by a country mile, I think was the was was the best person available, um, and I, I think overall he was anyway. I think in terms of what Walsall needed, somebody to get them stabilised, and then hopefully, you know, in, in longer term, get them pushing for, for for promotion. I think he you know ticks all the boxes they were looking for, and to get the fans on side as well, Joe. Yeah, they're the most important, you know, the long suffering fans of Walsall Football yeah. Club, and you do really, and a heart really goes out to them, especially. The way that they've come back in their droves after this pandemic, you know, and then they've seen yeah. that shower of, uh, well, shit. Let's be honest, uh, that's happened recently, and you, you feel sorry for them. You do, you know, that they've been starved of football, starved of of going to the banks, and then, and then you know, you get this, you know, um, you know, this this huge optimism, and and a new era begins, and it's same old, same old. Unfortunately, well, it's worse than same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. So. So you know they want they they deserve it they deserve um you know some success and it's like you say an astonishing turnaround inside a week because from what and the feedback I think you've got as well Joe with with what you were putting out yesterday albeit on your day off I'm sorry you know walking around and with with with, with new babs and misses but you know you obviously have to have the reaction to to the appointment and it's been very positive from your point of view from the fans getting back to you yeah and throughout the the process even when Tyler was was gone you know of course naturally attention turned to who the next guy would be and even then the the, the overwhelming majority were saying Flynn um it, it emerged as an early kind of front front runner with the betting and he has been the popular choice throughout um I, I ran a story last week mentioning that Graham Coughlin was interested former Bristol Rovers and a Mansfield boss and now, people were quite quick to dismiss the idea of that. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Um, which was pretty much universal. Um, which, you know, Graham had done a de- decent job at Bristol Rovers. He had gone, gone, gone a bit Pete Tong at, at Mansfield. Um, but, um, you know, it, people were looking at Flynn straight away. And, um, you know, perhaps even with a bit more hope than expectation initially, mm. um, just kind of putting the idea that, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'd really like Michael Flynn. I think he'd do, do a job, but perhaps kind of half expecting it wouldn't happen. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I, the, the fans have got, got their choice. Warsaw have got their choice. Um, again, on paper, it ticks all the boxes. So let's see how it goes. But uh, it's certainly a lot more reason for optimism now. Where can can <laughs> Wolves finish? Uh, Wolves Warsaw finish this season. Where can they finish? Let, let, let's ha- let's have a look at the table. But, they're up to yeah. eight. Let's, up... let's have a look at the table. Let's go to the table. Let's, let's, let's go to Bully's Prize Board. <laughs> they're, so they're they're up to eighteenth after the 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 Tramier ring. So they're currently. On 32 points, there's a six-point gap now between them and, and um, 15th-placed Harrogate. I think, yeah, it, it, I think you, you probably, I don't think you're quite getting into that top half. I think that's, I think that's, I think that's probably too far away. Yeah, yeah, getting into the top half now. I think there's too much of a buffer. I mean, Walsall are on 32 points. 12th-placed Bradford are on 40 points. Um, okay. albeit, albeit having played a game more but um, Crawley are also on 40 Hartlepool are on, also on 40 yeah. so I think that top half is probably a, maybe a touch unrealistic but anywhere between 15th and 12th you'd say um, it just sounds a bit better doesn't it um, you know I think they finished 19th last season which when you hear that, it just kind of sends shivers down your spine, and yeah. and kind of seventeenth, sixteenth would it, again doesn't sound great, does it? So it, if you can get above fifteenth, I think you know fourteenth, thirteenth, twelfth. Yes, it's a disappointing season, but it it just sounds that little bit better. Mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, if they could get around fourteenth, I, I think um, yeah, that would be that would be you know kind of. All, all right, you know. Obviously, disappointing in the grand scheme of things, but um, I think that's about the ceiling that they can aim towards now. Uh, when's the big game? When's uh, where's Walsall Newport? They've played them twice, so oh. uh, so now now it's 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 already happened. So um, no, I'll have to have to wait till next season. But um, 
Yeah. So that that, that one's all. Uh, could could they go to Forest Green and do it and and, and get something? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, having beaten Tranmere, I will say though, Tranmere disappointed me really. Um, you know, I thought Tramir looked pretty solid in the in the reverse game. They've lo- they've won a lot of games one 0 They've got the best defensive record in the in the division of Tramir, but they haven't scored a lot of goals. They've only scored thirty three goals in thirty two games, um, but they've only conceded twenty two in thirty two. So they basically win one nil all the time, mate, majorly. But Forest Green, I didn't see the reverse game in the league, um, but obviously saw the uh, trophy game, and even with. Forest Green's second string that night. They looked really impressive. You were at that game as well, weren't you? And, yeah, yeah. And they looked a really kind of classy, well-oiled outfit. Um, I, 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 w- I wouldn't be surprised if you know Walsall lose there. And I think that is the realistic, realistic outcome because Forest Green are running away with the league now. They're eleven points clear, um, and that's with two games in hand on Tranmere as well. Um, they're going to win this league. And, and deservedly mm. so, they've done a fantastic job. And, f- and fair play to Rob Edwards because I, I had um, I had close dealings with Rob when I was covering Telford, and and it didn't really go well at all at Telford. He, he finished kind of fourteenth in in National League North, and I think it was probably an element of coaching above his level there. And some of his ideas didn't get across, and and I, I did wonder whether he was properly cut out for management. I did wonder if he was just kind of a guy who would make a, a really good coach um, but he's, he's, he's gone into Forest Green and he, he's, he's done a he's done a wonderful job so they're, they're where they're, they are and, and where they deserve to be so if Warsaw could pick up a point there I mean you'd absolutely they'd snatch your hand off for a point if, if, that, if, if Flynn can start off with a draw at Forest Green that'll be That'll be a, a brilliant way to kick things off. But equally, I wouldn't get too too downhearted by a defeat because no. obviously Forest Green are are the best team in the league. Best team in the league. You weren't looking forward to that vegan sausage, Joe. Oh, vegan sausage. They're, they're like jackfruit. Oh um, yeah, like a bit of jackfruit. It's know. it's like pulled like pulled pork, but like mm. jackfruit, isn't it? So like the mm. barbecue jackfruit. Uh, the like, low calorie alternative to to meat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'll, 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 apparently. Uh, our, our, our friend, friend and value colleague Liam Keane was telling us that they do well, not value, just yeah, not friend. value, just a, just yeah. a oh, yeah. just just acquaintance. A con- well, just a colleague, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that they, they did kind of a nice vegan curry there for oh, the press okay. previously. Okay. So nice. I'll have a bit of that if they're offering it. But um, yeah, yeah, I'd, vegan sausage roll. I don't mind one of those, but. Uh, yeah, if uh, if also win, it'll be vegan sausage rolls all round. Oh, you like a bit of sausage, Joe. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the <laughs> let's move on to the uh, the questions. Before we go to the questions, uh, just a word from our sponsors: Adoption at Heart. Adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Warsaw Council, Dudley Metropolitan Borough Council, and Sandwell Children's Trust, and is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support and are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race or faith. To start your adoption journey or to find out more, why not book on the next virtual information event? Visit adoptionatheart.org.uk to see the next available dates or to book your place, call 01902. Double five, three, eight, one, eight. Right. Lots of questions, Joe. Let's get into it, shall we? Right. Do you, should we have swift answers? I'll try, yes. I'll, I'll, I'm not no, going to... Yeah, I like it. I like you saying... Look, we've got, we've got, we've got 20, 20 odd questions to get through here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not palming them off, but no. we've, got, we've got plenty to get through, so I'll try and answer them as succinctly as I can. Like it. Like it. Easy for you okay. to say. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, no. uh, Matty says, who do you think Finn will bring in as his assistant? Could Sadler be in contention... Or could we be looking at his previous assistant, Wayne Hatswell? I know you discussed that, Joe, but you know what do you think? Do you think that they will? I mean, like you say, he signed a long contract, so also I'm not sure that they'll be massively keen to, to pay a decent compensation for an assistant boss. Or maybe it was a prerequisite if, to agree that they, that they would get him in. Yeah, I think we'll just have to see how that turns out. I'd, I'd be perhaps a touch surprised if Sadler was his assistant. I think he'd probably like somebody that he has a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, previously and Hatswell was his assistant as far as I'm aware throughout his time 
at Newport. So um, he's the one that you kind of naturally turn towards. Of course, he's in work and that does complicate matters a little bit. So um, I think we'll just have to see how that one pans out. But either way, I expect Sadler to remain part of the group as kind of in his role as a first team coach. I'd imagine, you know, I've not heard anything to the contrary at the minute. So, um, yeah, we'll just see how that plays out. Okay, good. Like it. Like your start, Joe, there. Uh, Adam Guest says, uh, if and when this doesn't work out, can we take it as a fact that it shows the problem doesn't lie with the head coach and where would you look next? Well, let's not look next. I mean, bloody hell, he's started yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ almighty. Uh, give him a chance. But, um, but look, I mean, look, if it doesn't work out, then is the problem with, uh, with other people? Yeah, well, I don't really want to think about that at the minute. <laughs> um, no, I know it's the it's the it's the uh, reality of the situation that it's not guaranteed to go well. But mm. I, I'd like to I'd like to think that this should work, and hopefully it will. Um, yeah, if it doesn't, then of course it, it reflects really poorly on them because um, this is a guy who has the credentials and, t- as I say, on the face of it, ticks all the boxes. So if it yeah. doesn't go well, yeah. then serious questions have to, have to be asked of. Of everybody, really, but yeah, um, yeah I'm not thinking about what they'll do next. I think, as far as far as the it's concerned, as I say, Flynn, it looks like the right man at the right time. Roberto Petrusso says, <laughs> "Will the appointment ignite Labadee?" We've discussed that, but but a good question here, and uh, one we haven't touched on: Is it a bad sign for Emmanuel Osadebe as as he, uh, Flynn released him at Newport? Yes, it's an interesting point. Mm. I, I, in terms of Labadee, I hope so. <laughs> and I think everybody helps. I think Labadee helps. I think Flynn. I think everybody helps that that um, ignites him because, as I say, he was he was brilliant at Port Vale, which is the best result of the season, the best night of the season, bar none so far. Um, and Labadee was fantastic that night, but in the main, has been you know I think has, has fell below the standard that that everybody's kind of expected so far, really, him included. So, yes, I think um, hopefully that does appear to be the case. And then, yeah, Osadibi, um Yeah, he'll be a one that kind of has probably had a little bit of a point to prove anyway. Um, not exactly sure if his contract runs out in the summer, but I, I, I think it does. Um, so, like, like a fair few, he already had, had a point to prove, but that maybe, you know, that might give him a kind of a kind of a you know an extra incentive oh well you've released me before I'm going to show you what, what I'm worth and you know, if, if he takes that in the right way could see some good performances from Emmanuel there is a, there is a player in there uh, we just haven't seen it often enough Stuart says do we think the fan unrest has contributed into the board pushing the boat out to get Flynn uh, I think he'll have played a factor yeah and I think um, I think ultimately where they are and and the fact that it's happened two years on the bounce um, I think obviously as bad as last season was I think there were a few extenuating circumstances of course yes everybody had to deal with Covid but you know Covid and Daryl leaving kind of unexpectedly um, you know uh, they'll probably think oh right well we're going to this season and, and we make up for the mistakes of last but then obviously this season has gone the way last season did if not worse so far mm. so um, yeah the, the the situation um, they couldn't afford to kind of ah oh, let's give it McDonald to the end of the season and then take stock the, it, it was an urgent it was a critical matter uh, despite the, the the win against Tramier making the situation a bit more rosy Um Let's not forget fans were protesting before that game and a few of them after that game as well. So um, yeah, I think I think I do think that it's it's played a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Warsaw kind of teetering with the idea and flirting with the idea of relegation from the National League. As I said, it was uh, arguably the most important appointment in their history, and they do appear to have taken it with the seriousness that it mm-hmm. that it required, and they've got the on paper at least, the one who seems the right man for the job. Yeah, Chris says, uh, praising you, Joe, he says, helped in no small part by your straight-talking reporting. I think the powers 
that B have had to sit up and hear some home truths leading to serious managerial appointment. I mean, look, fair play, Joe. I mean, you have, and, and I think credit to you because sometimes uh, reporters can, and look, you've got to play the game with the club. I get that, you know. You, yeah. you, can't, you can't go absolutely... Uh, balls out, so to speak, and you know because because there's a lot of there's a lot of issues and there's a lot of um, issues you have with certain football clubs and and you know we, you hear bands left, right, and centre, but at the same time and I, you know you've have to say exactly what you feel and I don't think you've minced your words. I think that's that, that's credit to you and, and fair point. And I think the fans, I, f- I think the fans appreciate that because you will get and I've worked in in jobs throughout my career where re- reporters are kind of not led by the club but maybe slightly influenced by the club sometimes they don't want to go you know completely uh, crazy because of access because of this or that and I think you know maybe maybe reporting you know at Wolves has helped you where you're like look I'm, I'm not going to do that I'm not going to I'm not saying that you had to do it at Wolves but I'm saying that you know you, you will you will score, call a spade a spade you know I think you know you you obviously um, understand and empathize with the fans and you know they don't want they're, they're watching the same as what you're watching so you know you've got to be honest in your thoughts and 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 what you write yeah i mean you know Walsall have got a, a, a passionate f- fan base and especially kind of the ones who go home and away as well like they they you know in in their numbers i mean the, as i said before the 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 the, the away support has been right up there you know in terms of T- teams at this level, if not perhaps even the level above. So, um, you know, they, they know their football, and if I'm going to tell them that things are things are looking all right, or, or just give it a bit of time, that, that's that's never that's never going to wash. You got to you got to you got to call it as you see, it and 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 it's it's been it's been pretty dreadful for most of the season. So, mm. um, you know, you got you just got to call it as it is. And equally, you know, calling it as I see. You know, we we Flynn here. I, I think it's a good appointment. I really do. It's nice to have something to positive to write about. For, you know, for the first time in a while. But you know, you, even if you're going over it with a fine tooth comb with Flynn at the minute, it's it's hard to pick any any holes in it. It, it, it seems like the man that Walsall need. And yeah. Um, so yeah, credit to them for for making that appointment. Uh, Pete says, despite our league position, how much of a sway do you think the current squad? Has um, he has available to him, and has Flynn joining us, especially with the likes of? Oh, one second, Let's have a look at this. It's position. How many? Of this, this is what you do when you don't scream. Yeah, uh, come on, come on. How much of a sway do you think the current squad has um, that he has available? Yeah, to have Flynn joining us. So basically, you know, I think Pete's asking like, with the squad that he's got available when he's came in, um, do you think that that was a reason for him to think, okay, these are actually decent players, I can work with this. Yeah, I think it would have been. I don't think it would have been the complete selling point. Um, now, ultimately, Walsall are where they are in the table, and the players haven't performed consistently enough. Um, I don't think it's the thing that. Wow, look at that group of players. There, there, there were some good players in there, of course, and there were players that have competed at higher levels previously, and but a lot of underachieving players. Yeah, 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 and a lot of you know. So I, I don't think it'd necessarily be. I think he will want to improve the squad in the summer. Um, I think he'll want to put his own stamp on it. I don't think he'll just want to have this group of players and just work with them and kind of get the best out of them. He'll want to put his own mark on it. Um, I, I think, I know it sounds like a bit cliche, but I do think the facilities in the, at Warsaw are a pull. I think the stadium is a bit of a pull. Um, you know, as I know it, some, some would say it's a, in a some of the areas are looking a, a bit not a little bit worse for wear um, I've seen people say obviously the issues with the Forest Green game early on in the season but it is one of the best grounds in League 2 um, and you know they've got a decent training facility now I think they sorted out the pitches that they flood a lot you know they, they had issues with flooding in years previous but that seems to be kind of you know eradicating now so you know they've got a decent training base they've got a good ground you know and you'd imagine he's been give, given assurances that he can build the squad mm-hmm. in the vision that he wants so yeah I think there are good players at the club and I think there are some underachieving players. You look like somebody like Connor Wilkinson, for example, who's, who's only got five goals and he should be on more. But you look at him in terms of natural talent, he's got a lot of natural talent. I think you'd say he's one of the most naturally talented players you'll find at Walsall, if not across most of the league, but he just hasn't done it consistently. And that's and that's why a lot of players are where they are in, in League Two, because it's it's it comes to that key word, consistency. But... Um, yeah, I think it'd be a factor. I think Walsall have got a decent squad, but equally, 
Now, I think he'll want to improve it in the summer. Jason says, how do you think Flynn is going to change how we play? We kind of touched on that, but it says, will this mean that Miller gives way for Rodney to take over up front? Yeah, it's an interesting point with Rodney. I'd almost forgot about him a little bit. Which somebody mentioned him earlier in the office, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> Rodney." <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, you know, that situation of him being injured. I mean, he did, did, wasn't of any help to Matt Taylor. Um, you know, signing a striker that was injured. Um, you know, when he needed results there and then. Um, but hopefully, we see him. Pretty soon, he had joined in with group training last week. Um, didn't make the squad against Tramir, but hopefully he's edging towards it. But yeah, I mean, you know, maybe it would be a, a partnership of Wilkinson and Rodney, or because you know, let's face it, Miller has scored one goal in his last eighteen, seventeen or eighteen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what and that bounced off his leg. He didn't know much about it. In fairness. So his goals have dried up. He, he does work hard, to be fair. You know what you're going to get from George. He'll, he won't shirk a tackle. He'll, he'll, he'll press relentlessly. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. What, we've got to see Rodney play first. Yes. <laughs> you know, to see what he's about. Andy Collins, a lot of fans uh, of other clubs seem to be astounded that Michael Flynn has sunk so low as to join Walsall. That's an interesting way of putting it, Andy. Um, uh, how have we offered him a massive? He says massive. Bag of cash. What do you think? I'd probably say no. <laughs> just now, now in Warsaw and uh, you know we, we all know that, and and just because Michael that the the ground rent hasn't gone away, which mm. is you know which is which is a voice. Let, let, you know we let's not let's not get away from that. It is a voice. The, this this half a million pound rent that they pay every year to to Jeff Bonser. Um, so that that is that it, that needs to be sorted. I think the key thing I've touched on it before is using what they've got better. That you know that that that's, for me the difference in this league would be a consistent goal scorer. And I think in 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 theory they think they would have got that with Wilkinson, and it hasn't quite turned out that way um, for whatever reason um, because he did get 15 goals for for Leighton Orient last season. But I think if you were, were to look at the budget and what where to use it. Try and get yourself a goal scorer if you can. I know it's far easier said than done, and everybody's in the market for one. But maybe Flynn having a track record at this level, getting into playoff finals, getting into cup runs, turning turning Newport around really, um, that might just be able to sway a better caliber of strikers to join join Walsall in the summer. You know, he's a manager that has a track record at this level, has got players performing. Maybe a, be- a better calibre of striker there. We'll look at Walsall and think, yeah, that's a place for me. Mm. Uh, Nathan Bryan, formerly of the uh, Express and Star, says, yes. bearing in mind we've gone through Clark, Dutton, Taylor, McDonald and, uh, and Lera since the Pomlet arrived, how responsible is the board for the current league performance? Yeah, everybody's got to look at themselves. You know, they, they, they've gone through... Three managers, and of course, you know a, a few of kind of backroom stuff there, as, as mentioned, uh, the academy manager in in Lara. This needs to be, this needs to bring about more stability now, Flynn. It, it should do, whether it does in practice again, it, it's it's a it's a different matter. But um, you know they've they've got him on a contract until twenty twenty four, two and two and two and a half year contract, and you know, the focus is on. The, the the long term, you know, both from the club and from Flynn. So um, this is where the kind of the churn needs to stop. Really, I know the days of managers lasting ten years in a post and whatever are kind of gone now. We we all know the relentless nature of football, but um, you'd like to think Walsall can stay as they are now for a couple of years at least. At least see out that contract, if not extend it because he's been successful. That's that's what that's that's the remit now. So. Uh, yeah, this 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 churn, hopefully, has stopped now. It, it needs to stop. Okay, cool. We lost you a little bit there, Joe, but I think hopefully, um, well, well that, maybe that's maybe that's the warning of, of getting off and getting out as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> okay. So we'll just rattle through these, Joe. Uh, first of all, John Sadler, did we take it? Did we take it easy on Taylor because it was his first job and he's such a nice bloke? I don't think so. Ultimately, ultimately, he lost his job. Um, mm. 
you know, maybe a touch. But I think I don't think it was all down to Taylor. I think it, there was an acceptance that a manager in his first role was going to make some mistakes, and he did. You know, I think the is the kind of the firm belief in the four two three one come back to bite him, leaving Liam Kinsella out the side for a period of time, came back to bite him, but. You know the kind of the recruitment. I think you look at. Uh, I've touched on there with with Rodney being injured when he really needed you know a striker there and then didn't help either. So um, yeah, from my point of view, he's really good to deal with, and he was he was a really nice guy. Um, but equally, I haven't pulled my punches in in, in my writing either, and, and he he knew that. So um, yeah. Uh, I don't think he got an easy ride now because you know if if he would have got that easy of a ride, he'd perhaps still be in work, you know, at, at Warsaw Football Club, but he's not. So um, it's a results business, and he, he lost seven games in a row, and uh, at that point, really, his, his position had become untenable. Mm-hmm. Um, Walsh says, "Do you Walsh, do you trust Walsall to fully back him in the summer, seeing as what's happened with the previous managers?" Well, yeah, you, 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 seeing it in practice is, is is what you want, you know. Of, of course, you know there may be talk. We'll see what they say say tomorrow in in terms of what what uh, Flynn will be given to to work with. But you know, it's, it's one thing saying it and one thing having it in practice. Um, but uh, I, I, I'd imagine he's he, again they've had to entice him. You know, I I, I don't think it's just a. Mm-hmm. He, he wouldn't have took this job on the premise that of an acceptance. Oh well, I'll just make do of what the what what's on the table and the players that are there. Um, he'll want to really stamp his own mark on the team in 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 the summer, um, and 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 get and get them where he wants them to be. So, you'd like to yeah. think he's gi- he's given that chance. Um, I, I I think so. I, I don't think he would have really took the job otherwise. To be honest. Can Flynn get the best out of Labadee? We've kind of answered that, Sammy. Um, yeah. uh, we're, hope, we're hoping, we're hoping ho- so. Hope so, yeah. Liam, Liam Arrowsworth, uh, do we know how much or how long we uh, we will be paying Matt Taylor's severance package? Good point. I'm not sure at the minute. I'm not sure. I'll, I'm trying to do a bit of digging on that one, but um, yeah, I, I can't, can't give you a concrete answer, sorry. Hi, Joe, says Matt Wilson. Uh, any update on the search of a new head of youth development at the club as this will be a key appointment after the appointment of Flynn? That's another one. <laughs> I, I can't another one. You... We'll be speaking to a few people tomorrow, yeah, I think, Joe, won't yeah, we? So. Yeah, that, yeah that's, um, to be fair, we've the manager and everything, um, that's kind of naturally kind of gone into the background over the last couple of weeks. So... Um, now, well, hopefully now more on that soon. But yeah, the the, the manager role, is, the head coach role, sorry, is a has taken precedence over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Etheridge, if the players start performing under Flynn, do you think Jamie Fullerton should take less of the flack and more blame be given to Taylor for not being able to turn to get a tune out of them? Uh, yeah, like again, we'll we'll have to see, won't we? Yeah. I, I, the the going back to the four four two and beating second in the league suggests that yeah that the, there are there are players there you know and that there are good decent players there so yeah um, we'll have to just see how that pans out we can't categorically say one way or another can we at this rate but yeah maybe if they if they start beating teams three or four nil mm. <laughs> for the rest of the season then yeah uh, you could you could you could uh, very much raise that point. Uh, Matt Sadler says, "Have you seen the other Sadler's interview with GW? I assume that's Graham Whitaker, I thought. And what's your take on it all?" I haven't seen it now. Okay, probably one to watch. Yeah, but Joe, look, what, what are you expecting to see? You know, we've, we've got the press conference tomorrow at two o'clock. Um, what's the crack? What's the crack? <laughs> what are you gonna What are you gonna hope to see from um, from 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 Flynn tomorrow? I'm just interested to just kind of see, kind of what character he is really and and um you know kind of see uh, his passion for it I, I think he said himself that he had been get kind of getting itchy feet while he's, he's, he's been out of the game so I think he's very much eager to take you know the ball by the horn so to speak and get right back in in amongst it now uh, uh, in management so yeah just want to see what he kind of says about the here and now what he feels like the aims for the future are um, you know we'll see who joins him at the press conference as mm. well um, mm. the, the the email invite says we've met uh, members of the 
Mem- other members of the executive board will be on the top table to answer questions. So we'll That's see. Interesting what- phrasing. So whether that will be Jamie Fullerton, whether that will be Lee Pomlet, we'll have to wait and see. You'd imagine now those are the two that you'd imagine are are kind of going to be there, but um, we'll have to Does see. Stefan Gamble make an appearance? Maybe. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. But um, there's heat on these guys. Let's be honest. There's heat yeah. on these guys. You know, they're so. It will be interesting to see to see who comes and I'm not saying front it because you know when you unveil your manager it's all pretty positive, isn't it? But at the same time, I'm sure there will be questions from journalists, including yourself, Mr. Joe Edwards, which will be a little bit awkward because let's yeah. be honest, it's been a disaster so far. Yeah. So um, no, I, I'm just ex- excited to see how it goes um, uh, and kind of see what what Flinny's like, really. I mean, obviously you hear s- stuff from from Newport. Obviously, he did a great job there. Hopefully, you know we can. Be writing about more successful times with him at the helm at Warsaw. So let's uh, let's see what he has to say. Let's see Finally, a question. Say. Question. Well, that's a question. It's a request, really, from from Jason Winnell. <laughs> Joe, is Nathan Judah going to give you a bloody good pay rise? Oh, I hope way- so. For the way that you report on everything that is Warsaw FC, you do a fantastic job and a breath of fresh air on behalf of the Warsaw fans. I thank you. What's uh, going on? Is this is this your mother, your brother, your uh, cousin from another mother? Thank you, Jason. And yeah, Nathan, get your hand in your pocket. Yeah, Come on. get your hand in your pocket. I Come mean, on, uh, Jason, man. I mean, I wish I was the one who was giving out the pay rises, but unfortunately, that is not my role. Uh, I mean, I'd be the first one in, in the queue. I want, I want, I want to get one too, but. You know, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to scrimp and save and, and maybe save up for a holiday, maybe in 2029. I would have thought. Oh, yeah, says the man who just come back from the Super Bowl. Uh, ah, like, you know, someone's got to do it, Joe. Someone's yeah. got to do it at this level. Dear me. No, Joe, I really do. I'll, I'll put that request in for you and hopefully you can go from 8K to 8.5K at some, yes, some time on. in the future. That would be great, on. wouldn't it? Yes. Great. Yeah. You deserve it. Uh, me and Joe. Bonus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mars bar. Um, me and Joe will be at the press tomorrow at Warsaw, so we'll be bringing you all the action there. We'll be tweeting away. Uh, we'll have a video. We'll have interviews with, with Flynn. We'll have we'll have everything going on on the site tomorrow, so it should be a good one. I don't want to go too much into Forest Green because, you know, new manager, etc. I think that's the, that's the main talking point today. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, thanks, thanks to everybody because, I mean, you know, the fans are great and the interaction's great, but it's great for people and the little inner sanctum will listen to this podcast. And it's growing every week. Um, if you can, spread the word. Just let you know your fellow Sutherland's fans know because um, you know we're really enjoying doing this. I think you're, you know, obviously you're, you're, the interaction's great. Some of the questions, I mean, we're getting more questions than we do on some of the, you know, so-called inverted commas bigger podcasts. So it's great that you're uh, that you're really enjoying it, and uh, thank you very much for listening. It's gonna be a big, big rest of the season. Joe, looking forward to it. Thanks, pal. Cheers. See you later. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for the big one. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye.